turn it up. Get ready. You're tuned in to VO Buzz Weekly. Weekly. The show where aspiring voice actors, established VO pros, and curious fans alike get to meet and learn from the mega successful talent in voiceover. Hear their personal stories. Find out how they became so successful. Learn their secrets and join them at the top. Welcome to the VO Buzz Weekly 200th episode celebration. I'm David Goldberg, CEO of Edge Studio. And at Edge, we take any opportunity we can to help build a sense of community amongst voice actors. This event was jam-packed with voiceover's brightest stars from beginning to end. Well, why don't you find out for yourself? Here we go. Enjoy the show.
about that? How about that, right? 200 episodes. 106 guests. Most of them are here tonight. Thank you so much for coming. My name is Scott Barkin, and I have a hat on. A lot of people have hats. You got a hat on? Cool. It's great. This is going to be good fun, you guys. It's a live taping, so we may stop from time to time, reboot, and go so you have a chance to take a selfie. Use VO Buzz Weekly or VO Buzz 200. It's on the internet. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's real popular. So we're trying to get this thing trending, so we'll do that as well. The year was 2012. January 7th, Gangnam Style was popular. The internet had just been invented. And the first episode of VO Buzz Weekly started, uh, and now we're at 200. These guys are kind of the backbone of our little industry here. We're starting, in the voiceover community, we're starting to get more things. We have the Voice Arts Award, and we have VO Buzz Weekly, and we need a little more attention, so it's okay. So get out there on social media, tweet it up. I'd like to introduce uh, a, a great fellow, one of our co-sponsors of Edge Studios, Graham Spicer. Graham, you get the mic for 20 seconds. Wow. We're here, it's actually happening. So awesome. I gotta tell you, I had to run the gauntlet of paparazzi outside coming in today. Small town boy, I'm just not used to that. But I was talking to Cipriano, Cipriano says, ah, don't worry about it, you get used to it after a while. <laughs> Along with Demos That Rock, Edge Studio is proud to present tonight's VO Buzz Weekly 200th episode celebration. We are all about fostering community amongst voice actors, and this was such an incredible opportunity to do so, we just couldn't possibly let it go by. So again, couldn't be prouder to be here. But enough of that, let's get started. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Stacy J. Aswad and Chuck Duran. You guys, we are so honored to be here with you. We thank Demos at Rock and Edge Studio for helping make this happen. This is, we've been working towards this for four years and six months of planning, and here we are, instant party. So we can't thank you guys enough, because without you, we would not be standing here. So every one of you that has contributed to our show in your way, thank you. We're honored. And you know what, Chuck? What? It's time to get buzzed. <laughs> you guys ready to get buzzed? Well, then let's go. Hey everybody, it's Chuck and Stacy. Welcome to the VO Buzz Weekly 200th episode celebration with a live audience. Woo! Hello, and welcome to the VO Buzz Weekly 200th episode celebration. Yeah! We did it. 
gonna have some fun, people. We are, and I am not the current bachelorette, though it looks like that. <laughs> we are here to welcome four rock stars of the voice of our business. Jim Cummings, <laughs> Jess Carnell, <laughs> Dee Bradley Baker, <laughs> Maurice LaMarche. <laughs> wow, thank you guys for being here. Thanks for invitating us. We, uh, you know what? Just We're, having hot flashes. I'm ha I always have hot flashes, man. I've been it's because this show's on fire. And her name is Stacy. So, so that's a good one, Jesse. So I got to ask you guys something, all right? Um, you guys have been working together for quite some time. We started ballet parking at Casa Vega. Yeah, so this is nice to be here. What? What still surprises you about each other? How great Mo looks in a dress. <laughs> no, I don't know. The next gig. The yeah. next gig. Yeah, the, the next but, uh, but, but yeah, you know, uh, oh, geez. Uh, their compassion, their love, their ongoing giving nature. They're hardly ever contagious. <laughs> I'm sorry, I need a moment. I'm going to get a little bit more specific. I'm going to say that it surprises me. The super, is this on? Can you yes. guys hear me? No, yeah. not on that mic. Okay, you can use my microphone. Thanks. Here, I'll use this mic. No, no, look, I'm in stereo, you guys. Um, by the way, how about that intro music, huh? Did you like that? Yeah, all right. Anyway, what surprises me about these guys? Jim surprises me because every time he does the voice of Winnie the Pooh, women fall to their knees, so I call him Pooh Hefner. True story. Um, Dee surprises me because Dee does the voices of animals that don't even exist yet. Yeah. So Dee invents his... That's very nice. <laughs> and Mo surprises me because ever since I got started in this business, Mo has been like my hero as far as doing impressions. So every time I hear him do it, it surprises me how freaking great he is. That's my answer. Dee? Hey. Have you guys met? You guys have met. Yeah. Okay. By the way, Stacy, you look hot. Are you here with anybody? <laughs> but really, when anybody gets up to the mic, uh, there's something surprising and unexpected and, and wonderful that happens. That's really a lot of the fun of doing this, is, is that it's, uh, it's not pat or generic. There's something very fresh and unusual and fun that suddenly happens every time for, for, for everyone here, as well as out there, for that matter. But it's, Beautiful. it's great. We're going to have a lot of surprises tonight. I hope you're all wearing pants. Beautiful. <laughs> what about you, Mo? What about Mo? Uh, for, well, for, for, for Jess, it's his, his willingness to uh, lend me uh, old shirts that um, <laughs> don't fit him anymore. Because... <laughs> He, he succeeded at Atkins, and, and I just ate, ate Dr. Atkins. Um, I mean, just, you know, all three of these guys, just constantly, they surprise me, not only with their generosity of spirit. I mean, you were being hysterical. I'm, I, I go on the road with you guys. We do these Comic-Cons. We get to meet all kinds of people from all walks of life, all across the country. Many of whom have never had a date in their lives. Yeah, true. True. And never will. And, and, and... You know, not only are they supremely talented, which we in the community already know, but they're so open and kind with these folks, and we, we meet people with challenges and disabilities, and, and they just give of themselves. They're, they're great. And, of course, yes, D, I, I, I never know the sounds that are going to come out of you. It's, un, you it's unbelievable, because you're just amazing. And, and, you know, I just, 
anyway, I, I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. And, and, uh, Me too. That's awesome. Yeah, it's just, and, and congratulations on this 200th episode, guys. Yeah. D, whenever we go for walks and we see a cricket, we always go, oh, look, it's D. Yeah, yeah. That's his dad. <laughs> yeah, if you need a Martian snail from the dark side of the moon, he's your guy. He's the guy. Okay, so we, break it we down can't by have species. you guys. Let's, let's have a little bit of fun We here. can't have you guys here without a little, you know, shebang. So yeah. go with us and imagine you are stuck in an elevator together. Okay? Jesse, you're Albert Brooks. Why wouldn't I be? Jim, you are Winnie the Pooh. Can you do that? Maurice, take it away, William Shatner. Oh, nice. Oh. And D, you're any and every creature monster that wants to come out of that fabulous body. Okay? You're stuck in an no. elevator. Go. By the way, before we start the elevator, William Shatner's my neighbor. He thinks I'm Gene Simmons from Kiss. Is that awesome? I'm sorry, I, I had to, I, it's true, it's true. Okay. Okay, okay. go, stuck in an elevator. All right, here you we go, guys. We got three minutes. We got three minutes to make it happen. You know, sometimes I get nervous in small spaces, but I feel good. I know this is going to go beautifully. Now, wait, who's coming in? Who is this? Um, would you press the hundred acre wood floor for me, please? Now, you see, there was a time that a talking bear in a red shirt would have freaked me out, but I'm much better now. I'm fine. <laughs> Okay, now what the hell is that? <laughs> Somebody get this walking carpet out of my way. <laughs> what, wait, Could you wait. please press bridge? <laughs> Actually, I need, I need to stop at the sea. And I'm going under the sea because I'm still trying to find Nemo. <laughs> oh, wait a second. We've stopped moving. The elevator's not moving. I can't move. Oh, I believe somebody brother. sabotaged it. <laughs> I think that Martian snail ate William Shatner. <laughs> now again, there was a time this would have upset me, but I'm fine now, I feel good, except we're all gonna die and I'm gonna be first, aren't I? Gone, you bloodsucker, what have you done to this elevator? Now, am I the only one who's terrified because I'm in an elevator with a talking bear and D. Bradley Baker? <laughs> Eeyore's been on eating thistles again. <laughs> Don't pull his finger. Now, wait a minute. You know something? He looks like a nice little fella. Let me see what happens if I pet him. <laughs> see, if it wasn't for the spikes coming out of his mouth, I'd feel much better. <laughs> Be afraid. Be very afraid. And scene. Look, ahead of schedule, man. Ahead of schedule, Chuck. You guys are good, I have to say. Let's give it up for Jess Harnell, Jim Cummings, Maurice LaMarche, and D. Bradley With the VO Buzz Weekly 200 episode live celebration. We have a rather knowledgeable and attractive panel, I have to say, with us Absolutely. right now. We have the amazing Nancy Wolfson, yeah. Jeff Powell, Jody Gottlieb, David Goldberg, and Mark Cashman. Mark Welcome, Cashman. guys. 
Wow, 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 wow. Thank you so much for being here with us. You, you each make an amazing contribution to us as individual talent, to our show, to the universe, and man, you look fabulous. So Absolutely. that's kudos there. Um, Thanks so, for showering and dressing up for us. We really appreciate it. For each of you personally, what is the most gratifying part of being a coach? Nance, you look ready. The money. That's what, that's, isn't it? I'm, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, the money, I'm, money's great. I like making money. I like making you money. I'm a kid of the 80s. Is money bad? Money um, and the fact is, I didn't come out here actually to be you. I came out here to build you. So I have always been about developing talent and developing talent's never been my side gig. It's all I'm about. I want to make money for everybody and I want to help you make money. That's the most fun part. Love it. Beautiful. Jeff. Jeff. Yes. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, I think the most gratifying thing for me is to see growth. And I think that- Well, that too, fine. <laughs> <laughs> now she says it. Growth. No, but really, you know, it's, I see so many people and I see varying levels of, of abilities. And I think that uh, when I see someone that's raw, and I see them really grow. That's so gratifying to me. I was actually teaching kids earlier today, and and oh just seeing them. Oh my God! Make me look super bad. <laughs> no, no, I was teaching kids. Were you, were you teaching sick kids too? Yeah. <laughs> For five cents a day. Team. I know. No, but seriously, it was just so nice to see them within an hour or two just really grow as well. It's just so gratifying to see the growth, and they they listen and and. Uh, and really just mm -hmm. seem to respond, and that's really wonderful. You're grooming the next generation, baby. Okay. Right on, that's okay. Love it. Jody. The beautiful Jody Gottlieb. Thank you. <laughs> there comes a moment when you've been working with somebody for a while when the light bulb goes off and they get it. And all of a sudden the sound is different and there's confidence and there's joy in what they're doing. And my second favorite is getting those emails or the phone calls saying, I booked. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of people out there that have actually done that. True she story. can back it up. That's yeah. cool. David? David Goldberg, Edge Studio. For me, I really enjoy working with established talent and um, yeah. someone who's been in the business for a while. <laughs> I couldn't hear you. No, working with someone who's been in the business for a while and helping them reinvent themselves, helping them find a new way of, of um, growing their business, of becoming relevant, uh, it's so easy to become complacent. So, um, yeah, helping them reinvent themselves, helping them achieve uh, their goals. Yeah, it's very fun. Very nice. Very gratifying. I, I love it. Yeah. Booking the job. No! And the light bulb moment, obviously, but booking the job, that's the whole reason we're doing this. And, and um, it's, that's the best thing. When one of my students calls me up or emails me and says, guess what? They don't even have to say anything. All they have to do is say, guess, guess what? what? And they got it. So yeah, that's the most gratifying moment for oh. me. David? That's really, really cool. Can you, can you guys each offer one golden nugget to maybe everybody out there and everybody out there uh, that you feel could maybe help make their six to 2016 uh, a, a better year in VO. Just a golden nugget for them to take home with them. I'd have to say uh, it's really important 
to build the house and then party on the roof. What I mean is that you need to have structure. There's a structure to how commercial copy is written to promo copy, and you need to know what that structure is. And then you can bring in the play state, and then you can come to understand your brand and all of that. But to really be in the winning circle of bookers, you have to understand how the people who write and cast this stuff think about this stuff. So you have to study the structure that's unique to this area of performance. And then you can bring your play state to it. And then you can work on your brand. And then you can learn how to monetize social media. And then you can make a demo that reflects your personal unique style and all of that, but doing things in order and understanding structure and building the house so then you can go party on the roof. Beautiful. Nice. Love it. It's what you said. <laughs> no, I'd say just uh, on a, a more specific level, um, I find that when I get actors to really connect to a piece of copy, it seems to be magic. And I think that that's the one thing I would say to every single actor out there is to, when you get a piece of copy, to make sure you're connecting with it emotionally, make sure you know what you're saying and the tone of it, but just really having that connection. I can't tell you how many times I've had an actor come in and they just do not connect and they're just reading, 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 and that won't book the job. So I'd say for all of you out there to just make sure that you're really focused in on what you're reading and try to make that connection. Okay. And to know how to read. Yes. Well, that, that helps. That really does help. <laughs> yeah. That helps. <laughs> I'm going to build a second story to Nancy's answer. That once you have the base of your house. Yes. Um, dare to fail. And what I mean by that is once you have the house built, and you always get two takes on an audition, do the expected read. On your second take... Dare to be different. That's usually the one that books it. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you do have to know the basic foundations first. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I love it. My, my piece of advice is do voiceover, do this for the love of the craft. Yeah. Um, you know, we should, all be we should always be learning. We should always be training and, and growing. And because we have so much more potential. We never reach the potential where we could be. So I guess what I said a few minutes ago is I come back to the same thing. Don't become complacent. Grow. And do this for the love of the craft. Love it. Beautiful. Love it. Amen is right. I have so many pieces of advice. I, I just got, it's, doing just one is hard. First one I can think of is call me. Right. <laughs> the second one is... I have the second one. The second one is buy your book. Thank you very much. Right? That's, uh, thank you, uh, Stacey. That's no, I was, I was thinking. Pick I'm, one, Mark. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, you know, probably one Mark, of the Mark, talk to the microphone so we can all hear you. Probably one of the best things you can do. Thank you. <laughs> Little mic technique. Thank you very much. Rear, 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 rear. I thought Anytime it was a 416. Exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, learning how to use a microphone. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Number one. I'd say probably one of the best things you can do this year to make yourself a better voice actor is to do something not in voice acting. To do something completely different. To learn something completely different because no matter what you learn, whether it's ice skating, uh, uh, dancing on the uh, ballroom, dancing, whatever it is, you're going to apply those new skills to voice acting. Do something different. You'll feel better, you'll feel great, and you'll feel empowered. Beautiful. Amazing. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Let's hear it again for Nancy, Jeff, Jody, David, and Mark. Thank you guys. Thank you so much.
Again, I am the luckiest gal in the world. Yes, you are. Because we are sitting here with Dave Fenoy. Townsend Coleman. Bob Bergen. And Charlie Adler. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for being part of this journey with us. And we just love you so much. Absolutely. And all that you bring to the business. Um, on a light note, I just have to know, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Well. <laughs> hmm. I think I'd like to be invisible. PG-13. So I could go anywhere and see everything and no one would see me. Oh, invisible, all right. We're going to leave it at that, Dave Fenoy. Yeah, you stole mine. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> I think if I had a superpower, I would like to be able to control time and take the voiceover business back to the way it was about 25 years ago. Oh, yes! <laughs> Before I answer that, do you guys realize that if a bomb hit this building, how much work would be available? Yes! We've thought about that. We did. We did. We did. <laughs> Don't ever say that again. <laughs> I know, right? Scott Laverty is making sure we're all safe. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, it costs a hell of a lot to remodel. I know, I know. Uh, so I, I would probably want to be psychic, and I would skip a whole lot of auditions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. He, he, I think he took mine. I would like to cook. <laughs> um... And so would people who I feed. Um, I think I'd like to be invisible. Okay. Yeah. I kind of feel like we have a new series. With the Dave. three invisible men. We have yeah. like a Dave, new series. I, you know, I can't hear shit. I didn't hear what anybody said. Use the mic. Charlie Adler said Use shit. The mic. He said shit. How do you really feel, Charlie? Super hearing. <laughs> Super hearing. We need headphones for Charlie. Any hearing. Any hearing. <laughs> Oh, okay, so you guys, seriously speaking here, you guys wear many, many different hats in the business, um, from directing and producing and voicing and, and all that stuff. What do you love about what you do? I am just as excited now when my agent calls and says, oh, you, you, you booked that thing as I was the first time I booked something. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, I get a lot of notoriety for video games, but if it's promos, if it's commercials, if it's narration, I'm just as happy. I just love doing what we do. There you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to piggyback on that because, you know, when you've been doing it for a while, uh, to still be doing it at my age in this town, in this business, I feel like, and you've heard it a million times, but the luckiest guy on the planet. So every yeah. time I get to be in front of the mic and, uh, and get paid for it still, um, I'm, a, I'm a happy camper. Yeah. I think... I think we're all going to almost say the same thing, but we are so lucky and blessed, and none of us take it for granted. And we, we love each other. It's, you go to a session, it's a party. Um, you know, when I go to Warner Brothers to work on Wabbit, and I'm driving on that lot, I'm like, I still get to freaking do this. You know, I can't believe I still get to... I get, and, I, and I've been doing it for 30 years, and I still have the same... I'm, I'm a giddy school kid. I get to do this. So, you know, we're, we're, we're lucky people. Beautiful. I asked them if I could be last. 
because they're giving me ideas. <laughs> no, the truth, the truth is, I, I, I think I'm an actor first. I've always been an actor, and I think that's when I'm in my happiest. But then when I'm directing, I'm really in bliss because I work with so many astonishingly brilliant people. You asked earlier uh, what it was like to work in a session or something like that. I, yeah. I'm sure I heard it wrong. Um, <laughs> But, I think we but, oh, I'd be surprised. I'm surprised by everybody episode. every day. Yeah. And I'm also surprised that I haven't killed anyone. Oh. <laughs> so but I, 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 love, I just love working. I, like, I, I love having purpose. I think purpose, yeah. whatever it is, is important. I saw a broom back there. I was going to clean up later. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Charlie, it's, it's more surprising no one has killed you. <laughs> so They'll tell you later. You guys have, you have so many wonderful characters inhabiting your body. So we just want you to finish this sentence in your favorite character, okay? Voice. Did you just roll your eyes, Fanoy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you saw that, did you? Gosh. Oh, no, you didn't. You know we're on camera. Okay. Yeah, I, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk later. <laughs> the qu finish this sentence in your, when no one is looking, my favorite thing to do is, in your favorite character voice, go. In your favorite voice? Clementine, Clem, let's, let's go home and turn on the TV and watch DIY. All right. Be before I do this, though, I got to take on D Bradley Baker because I've just realized that every time I move on this couch, it's like. <laughs> 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 say anything. You thought it was me, didn't you? Oh my God. Townsend, we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I gotta get this thing at home. We're gonna have D do the ADR on that late at Right, right. He can come in and fix it. Kind of jazz it up a little bit. All right, so the favorite goes. All right, dudes, here it is. When no one's looking and I'm down in the sewer, I go like to the bathroom and I put my finger down my throat and I hork up all that pizza I've got to eat because frankly, I don't dig pizza. <laughs> hey, let me get this straight. <laughs> when no one's able to be able to be looking, my favorite thing to do is probably eat bacon. How do you follow that? <laughs> I like to play with my teats. Teats? Teats! teats. Oh, teats. Oh. I like to stroke my waddle. And I like to shine my hiney. <laughs> <laughs> you guys! At least he's well groomed. Thank you so much. Let's hear it one more time for the amazing Dave Fenoy.
with the VO Buzz Weekly 200th episode live celebration, and we're having some fun here, folks. Yes, and we have... We have four fabulous people. We have Rudy Gaskins. Yes. Joan Baker. Patrick Howard Fraley. Yes. And the Golden Voice, Scott Britt. Nicknames. Fancy Pants, Fancy Lola, Pumpkinhead, and Sunny Boy Honey. <laughs> Thanks all for right, all the cat so calls. I know those were from me. So, so check this out. I, I'm going to actually go off of this because this is, I, I thought, we, Stacey and I thought this was a really good question because it'll help a lot of you and you guys have done something that a lot of them want to do, um, which is build a gigantic, thriving, successful business. Um, and each of you have built a gigantic, thriving, successful enterprise. So can you please give us maybe a key? I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> a little mime called voiceover. Am I still on? Yeah. Am still on? If this was a, uh, an audio podcast, nobody would get that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to follow what Pat. What about you, Rudy? You got to be a risk taker to, to follow Pat, right? Yeah. And that, that goes hand in hand with uh, building a business, building any sort of uh, functioning system. And it's a grind. It really is a grind. Be happy it's a grind. When you start to feel that sensation of it being a grind and it's hard, that's when you're doing it. That's what it takes. So that would be my... Uh, my offer is that to confront the grind. Beautiful. I'll go next. Music, please. <laughs> Take that, Jada Pinkett. Now translate that. Uh, that meant be unstoppable and inspired action if you really want a successful business. And I also say, if you can possibly connect to a partner in life, whether they're your husband or a partner that is also on the same page as you as being unstoppable. You want to go, Sam? I don't know what big business I've built. I mean... <laughs> Pat, seriously? The empire. I, I think that uh, the modicum of success that I've had is because of uh, um, 
I didn't deserve anything. God gave me everything, the skills, you know, my dad that had a working ethic. So I, I don't know what to say about it. I would encourage everybody going off the subject to one thing, and I, it's the name of the next event that Scott and uh, Joan have I done, uh, are we going to do in New York or in Los Angeles, and it's entitled, Why Not? They're Already Not Hiring You. <laughs> Be bold. Uh, I think that's one thing that I think that would be central to what I've done is, is work outside the box. There is no box. Go ahead. We've got 90 million millenniums. They want things different. We're in the middle of their generation. And I'll, I'll finish by saying about that and understanding that audience, how they want things deconstructed and different, is that if, if Godfather were created in 2016, it would start with Marlon Brando stroking a cat levitating. Things are different. Go with it. Um, I think the thing I would always encourage people to do um, is something that I did on my very first job. My very first job, I treated it like it was an audition. Even though I'd already auditioned for and even though I'd already been cast for that role, I still treated that first job as, it was an as though it were an audition to my next one. And I try to remind myself of that every single time. I think we can't become complacent. You may get to the point where you're booking all the time, and thank God for that. It's a wonderful problem to have, but you never want to take it for granted. You know, uh, 20, 30 years ago, when I was just starting out, I met a guy who was a lot closer to my age now, and I asked him, he'd worked extensively, and I said, what is your favorite job that you've ever done? He said, my next one. <laughs> and I try to keep that in mind. Beautiful. Um, I, you know, we love that you guys are always stretching the envelope outside of the box. You can't even see the box from where you are half the time, which is amazing. Absolutely. You guys have such a wonderful camaraderie, and you're so supportive, as is so much about this business. We support each other. We build each other up. And that's one of the things I adore about being a part of this community. What is something that you guys, as individuals, love, respect, admire about each other? I'll tell you one thing I can go with. Uh, if I had to use um, one thing that I love... Uh, it actually applies to all three of the people on this panel, um, on this couch, I should say. Um, you know, there's a gift of encouragement, but then there's the gift of empowerment. And I think all of these people here that I'm sitting with, they empower others. Because any teacher can, can encourage you to try something that you've never done before. But you still have that fear. You still wonder, can I do it? And sure, they can make you try, but these three people, what I love is that they make you feel as though you can do it. When you get up there, it's like, I see, I see the moment so many times, they'll look on their face when they just go, oh yeah, I got this. The, the very first class that we ever worked on together, there was, uh, I think, eight or 10 students. They all formed a Facebook page, a group, I should say, because they felt so encouraged and empowered in the class that they wanted to keep doing that for themselves. Mm -hmm. And they have all been successful. Awesome. And I think it starts from, from it, that God. gift. Love it, love it. Yeah. I'm just gonna second that, being around these people. There's a way of being encouraging and speaking the truth with love. And so there's a way of getting to letting them know what they need without disparaging them or creating fear because that's our greatest enemy. Certainly when we, we are being taught. So, but there is a way of not shining on a student, but giving them what they need to go further. But I, I just second that, it's encouragement. Well, what I was gonna say about these three rascals that I love so much, is that I think that I 
I dream about them being happy, happy in expressing themselves, happy in connecting with others, happy with their work. I mean, Pat has an enterprise to me that has changed people's lives. Scott and, and Pat together and Scott alone has also changed and made a difference in people's lives. Both Rudy and I, when we first got together, we discovered that we had this, you know, kind of deep connection around making a difference, although it wasn't necessarily articulated right away. So it's been through action and deed that I think intertwines us. And I cherish that. And I, I've dreamt about that. And then I just somehow it connected. Yeah. So, I mean, I love you guys with all my heart. Well, love. you know. Do you have anything to add, Rudy? Do you have anything you want to add, Rudy? I've got a license on that love. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what, what I would add is, you know, they say, you know, if, if you want to do great things, surround yourself with great people. These are clearly great people. But the surprise for me is that they're also just wonderful human beings to be with and to connect with on that level. So it's not just what's the opportunity in being with them. It's being with them. That's fun and enjoyable and inspiring. That was beautiful. Take us out with a little Jack Nicholson. Take us out with Jack, baby. Well, I see Annie G is down there and everybody that I've ever known that owes me money. <laughs> you know, if a bomb went off tonight, uh, Charlie Adler would have even more work. <laughs> Let's hear it for Rudy Gaskin, Joan Baker, Pat Fraley, and Scott Brick. Very nice. Well done. I like to call this the girl power segment. Yes. We have with us the wonderful Debbie Derryberry, Lori Allen, Kari Walgren, and the hot paint deliciousness, Aaron Fitzgerald. You guys are amazing women in your own right. And one thing I adore about each of you is that you're so great about empowering yourself, but you're also great about empowering other women in this business and building them up and not getting into that typical right? So, well, thank you. Well. That's you, Chuck. Okay. Can you share kind of your personal fight song or your key motivators, things that you really use to keep you going strong and staying in that really empowered, positive direction? I'll go first. Go, Jerry. Okay. <laughs> I think that the fact that I, um, I love the, the whole business of voiceover. You know, the auditioning is fun. Um, getting the copy is fun. Yeah, the best part's when you book, but I think you have to just actually love every step of the way. Not, it, to me, it's, none of it's unpleasant. Um, even if I, I get an audition, I'm, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, well, you know who would be really good for this? Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think... You're right. I mean, I don't mean to sound so Pollyanna, but we, we're not really backstabbers in the VO biz, right? No. no you so guys, I just yeah. love the whole business, and that makes me keep Love going. it, Debbie. Love it. Absolutely. What if I was up for Miss America? Hi. My biggest... My biggest... My state pageant is North Hollywood. That's right. Hi, Miss Toluca Lake. <laughs> 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 Lip gloss on my teeth? <laughs> no, uh... 
one of the things that I think is so important is to just have like a full, big, rich life, you know? I think we, we talked about that when I was on the show, is that, um, you know, our job, right, all of us in this room who are doing voiceovers and stuff is to like have, you know, is to have a full, rich life, is to be happy, is to go out and, you know, your job is auditioning and showing up and taking class, um, teaching class, starting a workout group. And, you know, if you get the job, that's great, you know, and that's, that's part of your job, though, is to show up and not like sort of demand, this business doesn't owe us anything. And sometimes I get like, dun, dun, dun. When I think about that, it's like, oh my God. But like, right? But we just show up, you just show up and do your best and let go of the results and have like a good, try to have a good day every day, which is not, you know, sometimes you're like, I don't want to have this day. But, <laughs> but you do anyway. Try not to have this day. But if you have this day, you put it into your work, right? Yeah, totally. Okay, Thanks, that's what I said. Thanks, Laura. Yeah. Okay. okay right? So, Kari. Well, I find that. Uh, I find the voiceover field just very... Car, your hair looks great. Oh, my gosh, so thank you. She's Miss North Hollywood. Wow, you know, and I was just going to say that, like, <laughs> it's not about looks. Wow. Uh, gosh, thank you. Thank you so much. So it's not about looks in voiceover. Uh, no, the, the really great thing, though, it's, it's a very empowering field, I think, for women because uh, it's, it's not age-based. You know, you can work June Foray, want to... Won an Emmy in her nineties. Nineties, yeah. You know, it's it's not look based. Um, you know, it doesn't matter what you look like. I mean, I, I play babies. I play grandmothers. Uh, and you play my baby. I do play your baby. She plays my baby. I play her baby. She does. I do. It's, it's really great. She plays Ivor, my baby. Hugga monsters. Do it. Oh, Ivor. I do boys. So, uh, and Debbie does boys. And Debbie little boys. does boys, little boys. And we're veering. We're veering. And, and we're coming back. We're, we're coming, coming back. back to the truck. Aaron. Okay. So, so yeah, uh, it's, uh, you can do a lot of things in voiceover. Aaron, bring it home, my girl. Bring it home, my girl. Well, can we just, can we just huge shout out to all the women who are writing in this industry now, directing in this industry, bringing it in the animation voiceover field. Just holla to my sisters, first of all. Uh, an answer to your question, the only thing I can think of is, is I like to surround myself with some fierce women, with some fierce talent, because it's being around women who I think are phenomenal that makes me want to be more phenomenal. You know, it pulls up my socks. It makes me go, I got to work harder. I want to do more. I want to play. I want to play with these ladies. You know what I mean? Like when I get to sit there and watch you do what you do. I'm always like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm in this room. Did you see what she just did? Did you see what she just did? You know, like it's insane. It's insane. It's such an amazing thing that women get to play with women in such a positive, uplifting manner where Support we can be like, we love you. Yeah. And holler to Michelle Dico, who is here. Holler to you too, girl. You know, like it's, yeah. it's a hard, hard business. Get down, baby. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, we're gonna fun it up a little bit, okay? We got three minutes. In your favorite character voice, what do you love about yourself? Go, Dairyberry. Oh, let's see. Well, I was asking Jimmy Neutron the other day what he liked about me, and he said that you're really short and bossy. So I, I don't want to use up all your time, but there you go. What a blast! Um. Well, April the Whale, and I really like that I'm loud and inappropriate and really goofy and over the top like a lot of the time. 
squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stacy, to answer your question, I just want to say that other than being obviously rad awesome, <laughs> I like my enthusiasm. Right, Mom? <laughs> hey, Mom. Hi, Mom. Thanks you for guys, coming. Thank that you awesome. so much. All thank right. you for what you Let's bring. Let's hear it again for Debbie Derryberry, Lori Allen, Kari Waldron, all right, all and right. Wow, that was, come on. Woo! That was crazy good. Crazy good, these girls. Hey, guess what? We're back with VO Buzz Weekly 200th episode live celebration. Yes. Yes. And you know, the best performances we get are so important because of these people with us right now. Mary Lynn Wisner. Ginny yeah. McSwain. Yeah. Andrea Romano. Yeah. And Butch Hartman. Yeah. You guys, between the four of you, there is just a world. One man on the couch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have some nice bookends here. Um, you have such a wealth of knowledge, experience, and wisdom you bring to everything. What still, for you, in the creative process, still brings you joy? What do you still love as in that process? Well, I've always been shy about going first. Um, I think the best part, I agree with Townie, I wish we could turn this back a little bit, a few years, because the best part for me after 40 years in the business, 36 directing, I, the best part is you guys. The best part in every day going to work is you guys. You don't even know, you don't even know how true and real that is for somebody like me that comes in and you see all the changes. And when I can come in and see a cast and new people, that new people getting an opportunity, or as we call them, the established people that have been doing it for years, I love you guys. I do. That's why I do it. We love you back, Ginny. That's why I do it. Love it. What do you think, Mary Lynn? I think, I think for me, I love the whole collaborative process. I really love getting the call from the advertising agency or the production company and then putting you know, the thoughts together, who should come in, who's great, discovering new people, getting the actors in the booth, and then who books it. You know, and then finally seeing it on the air. It's just, it's very rewarding. It's exciting. And I, to this day, I mean, I've been in this almost 30 years as well. And it's just, I love it. There's not a day that goes by. I don't, I don't look forward to not, you know, to, to getting the emails or answering that phone call. Well, you're such an amazing champion. And your Meet the Pros thank are incredible. You. And you've brought all of these guys and more. Um, so thank you, because you are really such a supporter of the actors. And, and we thank love you. and appreciate thank you. Well, like, like Jenny said, I, I love voice actors. I love... I just love everything about voiceovers. So. And you know why we love them? Because they're actors. Yes. You guys are actors doing voices. And that's how I look at it. Beautiful. That's our arena. Love it. Andrea, what do you think? All the pre-production stuff that we have to do, and there's a lot of it, a lot of those meetings and phone calls and emails and all that, that's kind of like making the cake, but the recording sessions is eating the cake. Ah. That's my favorite part. On the roof. <laughs> On the roof. Yeah. Angels, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> very good, Bush. <laughs> no, 
but you know, it's exciting. Uh, first of all, how, how great do Chuck and Stacy look tonight, by the yeah. way? Do they look fabulous tonight? I'm just saying. Thank you. I know that's going to be on the final edit. So here we go. Um, <laughs> We're going to loop it, actually. Thinking like a producer. Okay, anyway. No, um, no um, I, as someone who like, uh, creates shows, and, and I've almost hired some of you, which is exciting. Um, but uh, no, I've, I've worked with a lot of people in this room. And the fun part for me is when you come up with a show, you're sitting there by yourself. It's midnight. No one's listening to you. You're by yourself coming up with a show. Then years later, seeing it come to life. Uh, and, and like you said, the recording session is the most exciting part because we work on these scripts for months and months and months and we finally get to bring it into a room and these people that we hire are so awesome and so amazing. For you guys, that is the final part of the process sometimes. For me, it's one part of the process because I got to take that amazing recording and make it into a cartoon. And if you guys can make my life easier, that's why I hire you. You've got to come in and become the person who makes my life easier. Make me laugh, make it funny, make it awesome. And man, I tell you, I will hire you Till the cows come home, you know. In fact, that's my next show. The cows come home. You guys want to audition for that show? When the cows come home. You're gonna have people walking to your to your car with you, then. Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah. Hey, Butch, here's my demo. <laughs> what? Okay. Um, I, we're gonna get serious now. Yes. No. Okay. Uh, focus. We're what three words um, best describes your personal vision for 2016? I thought about this, and I thought about the words that mean things to us like joy and joy has been mentioned several times during this these panels and joy is really important but and I may be making great enemies by saying these three words but they are anyone but Trump yeah, you're making a lot of enemies just went you know, political. You know, you know, I love these people. They're fantastic people. China, China, they're fantastic people. They, um, it's huge. It's huge. huge. China, China. I, I'm, I'm ripping off Eric Bowser, by the way, when I do that. I, re I just really hope he doesn't decide he wants to get into voiceover. That would be disturbing. <laughs> my my three words, um, I say this all the time, uh, is passion, patience, and persistence. You guys know this. You've got to have passion for what you do patience to always stick with it and persistence and the persistence guys like like i think we had the, the joke about the little uh, the little applause sign you put it up in your room when no one else is there you guys yeah. got to be persistent man you really got to because there's there are times where, where actors will come in and i just i don't have room for you but then there's other times where uh it's, it's the right moment it's the right moment i've i've got a great cast I've, you know, I've done fairly odd parents been on the air for 15 years by the way just want to plug that so throwing that in there um I've had such an amazing, I've had such an amazing cast, Darren Norris, Tara Strong, Suzanne Blakesley, you know, Gray Delisle, and the rest, of, it just goes on and on. Kari Walgren, I just added to my cast over here. Kari Walgren. But, but uh, very rarely do I need somebody new, but when that right person walks in and when they, again, when they make my life easier, when you guys can just come and knock it out of the park, that is when you guys will, will be awesome and uh, will be hired. And, but guys, please love what you do. We're in this business because we love what we do. And, and, and it's a blessing to love what you do and, and to get to do it every day. I tell people I haven't worked in 30 years because I love my job so much. So. And it shows, but... Yeah, and I have a feeling that everybody in this room loves what they do. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Kenny? Mine kind of go along with Andrea's and, and you. Making smart choices. Because it's a fast lane these days, and yes, you have the passion and you have everything else going for you and your acting backgrounds and your foundations, but now it's the choices that you make. Love it. Mary Lynn! Okay, I thought about Take this. Take us home, Mary Lynn. Study, listen, 
and be kind. That's four. That's four. Be kind is kind of lumped together. Be kind. I love it. I love it. You guys, we love you so much. We can't imagine the business without you, so we please love don't you ever too. leave. Let's yes. hear it for Mary Lynn Whistner, Ginny right. McSwain, Andrea Romano. Thank you. but I'm going to say their name anyway because I just enjoy it. I say it sometimes when I'm alone. I say their names. Wow. Joe Cipriano. <laughs> Mark Elliott. <laughs> Bo Weaver. And Scott Rummel. So, these guys are great sports. Chuck and I wrote a trailer. And we thought it would be fun to see these incredibly talented range for days gentlemen do this trailer. And, and play with it and have fun and do it. So we don't know what they're going to do with it, but... And neither we're do we. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're in the moment. So we're going to see what happens with our VO Buzz Weekly trailer. Should we stand up, guys? Take it away, boys. <laughs> it's going to be a rotating Taylor. Here we go. From Edge Studio and the people who brought you VO Buzz Weekly. In a world with confusing direction, where nothing is as it seems... One relatable hero will come face to face with a Neumann that will change everything. But the only thing that stands between hope and despair is his preamp. From award-winning directors Andrea Romano and Ginny McSwain... Comes an unexpected story about... Persistence. Rejection. Love. Contradiction and triumph of the human spirit. The, the voice actor. Ah! <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Ted, Ted time. Coming this summer to a booth near you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, Stace and Chuck. Thank you very much, Ted. Oh You're God. very good sport. You know, I, I, if, for those people out there who don't know, they dominate the promo and trailer world. So to have them all on one stage sharing like this, this is really cool. I, Thank I, you. I, I got to make a warning to everybody. This is going to be uh, not a very funny panel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, you know, because we, we are not ad-libbers at all. Right. I mean, the last time I tried to ad lib, I was setting a level for, for some, uh, but, someone over the ISDN thing. Right. And, and the line that I used to, uh, to set the level uh, kind of dated me as someone who, who pro I had probably a bigger career in trailers and uh, promos in the, in the 80s and 90s. So my ad lib line was, uh, you know, uh, 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 let's see, starts Friday. Check newspapers for time and local <laughs> listings. <laughs> And uh, the 20-something the uh, 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 booth guy, you know, running the board on the other end of the session said, what's a newspaper? You know, so Dude. I dated well, myself. But you guys, you have incredible longevity. And that doesn't happen by accident. It doesn't happen because you're all very handsome. Doesn't happen. Do you have a behavior or an action that you could really pinpoint that has contributed to your long-term, long-range, ongoing well, for me, it's always ask uh, the oldest guy. Dress to match the set is well, number one. <laughs> yes. Always go with purple. 
Uh, I think that the, the, the constant and the thing that you can always rely on is that everything changes all the time. So you have to be a student of, of the art and uh, you know, we're, we're dealing in marketing and marketing styles change all the time. So uh, really you know, staying up on that and for me, what, you know, I always try to stretch beyond, you know, I do promos and that's my center, but I also like to do live announcing and, and game shows and uh, radio imaging. And I always try to find other genres where I can continue to push forward because, you know, the more you diversify um, when you lose something and, and we've all lost things and uh, it doesn't hurt to as To you, yeah. we've so, lost things. Try to do Officially awkward, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, what do you think, Scott? Um, you know, I have a little sign in front of my, uh, in in front of me when I'm reading, and it says the best job in the world with a microphone. And I just have to always remember this is the best job in the world, and and I'm lucky enough to do it. So I think attitude is everything. Um, I don't have. Uh, time to be a diva or be annoying to the directors. I try to give everybody what they're hoping for. And uh, even if they want to give me a line reading, I'm happy to have them do that because I, I, they're paying me a lot of money. Don't encourage them. Man. No, I don't want to. <laughs> I didn't say I loved it. Um, but, uh, but the other thing is to, to, to talk about what Joe said is to be a lifetime learner. Uh, every year on my New Year's resolutions, uh, I put that I want to be a better voice actor. And I, I think no matter how many jobs you've done, you always can get better. And you can always do better. Beautiful. So, Thank you, Scott. Thank you, buddy. What do you think, Mark? Well, I think, I think that these guys had uh, some very good points to make. I think when it comes to longevity, I think my favorite quote concerning longevity was a guy that uh, was over, well over 100 years old. And he was asked the secret to his longevity. And he said, when you start to die, don't. <laughs> and that's, yeah. I don't know why yeah. I didn't think of so, that, Mark. And, and, well, and, and you know something? That applies to all of us in every phase of our life, particularly yeah. those of us. When we're dying, you know, don't, don't go there. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Stop dying and do it, do it the way they want to hear it. Uh, but it, but it's, it is very interesting. It's a wonderful, challenging, challenging business. And Joe is right. It changes on, uh, uh, like the, with the speed of light technologically and in terms of the sound that is being sought. So it does require doing some homework and uh, watching TV and listening to commercials, finding out, you know, absolutely. promos, trailers, Love finding it. out what's, what's going on out there. Yeah. Absolutely. What do you think, Bo? Bo? Well, I, th I, I think that the, the work uh, that Mark just described of being familiar with uh, the landscape of uh, motion picture and television marketing is really important to know who the audience is and in particular what the point of view, the attitude of that particular show is. There's an ethos, there's a vibe, and if you don't know what the show is, you're probably not going to be able to, to adopt the, the correct tone to connect with, with that audience. And uh, the, the other thing that I would say is, 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 is going to sound a little, uh, a little philosophical because uh, it really, at, at a certain point, it doesn't have to do with, with the technique. Um, 
it, because that's in you. After you've done this and you've been in the flow of it for, for a really long time, it's really about a way of being. And uh, it's really not trying. It's, it's connecting with a confidence inside. And it's just allowing that to come through the words. And if you know the words and have confidence in the, in the words that are written, that they are enough, that you do not have to embellish them or, or hit them or milk them or, you know, stomp all over them, all you have to do is be that guy. Uh, you know, it, it, you know it, it completely transforms your experience of, of doing this work and it makes it uniquely yours. That's Thank beautiful. you, Bo. Well, you gentlemen are certainly more than enough. We love you so much. Let's hear it for Joseph Briano, Mark Elliott, Bo Weaver, and Scott Rumble. celebration live. We are so excited, you guys. It is like electric in here. And right now we're moving oh on to goodness. four of my favorite dudes in the whole world. Where? James Where Arnold Taylor, Bill Farmer, Kale Clark, and Fred Hotshore. Thank you. Come on. You guys, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, I've just got to impress Butch Hartman, so hire me. <laughs> But <laughs> still here? No. Can we get a booster chair for James? Yes, I know. I feel three feet tall right now. Listen, I love wearing, I have kind of a shoe obsession, but it's, if I don't wear four to five inches, I can't touch the ground. So it's my little thing. Story of my life. But baby. enough Story about me. Back yeah. to you. You guys are so hilarious and wonderful. So we have a little improv for you. We want to see oh, what man. happens. Oh, man. Now, now, you guys, we promised everybody you'd be really funny. Right, no pressure. So. No, no guarantee. pressure. <laughs> so, okay, imagine the four of you are planning a boy. In an elevator. No. Invisible. Yeah. No. <laughs> there, done Invisible. that. You are planning a boy's night out. Hmm. Okay? So we'll start, and you can add, I mean, you can invite whoever, whoever you'd like. James Arnold Taylor, Fred yeah. Flintstone's part of the boys' night out. Okay. okay. Bill Farmer, Goofy's going, because you know I'm an animal lover. All right. Cam, we got to have a little Leonardo. All right. And Fred Tattashore, I think I'm feeling a little Samuel L. Jackson. All right. Yeah. All right. Take it away, boys. Take it away, boys. Planning a boys' night out. All right, boys, listen up. It's going to be a big night. Wilma's with the girls. Gorge. Are we going to go out and snare some chicks? <laughs> you got it, Goofy. A little Bronto burgers and bowling and... Uh... Bronto hamburgers? That sounds good. What do they call it? That's good, Fred. I am the side I'm of in charge of the decorating committee, and I say it's blue, 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 blue. I'm a dog. I'm colorblind. <laughs> Damn, Goofy. <laughs> so tell me, Sam, what do they call them in Amsterdam? Which ones now? Bronto Burgers? Yeah. Bronto Burgers are called Bronto Le Burger. Le Burger, huh? We're fromage. It's all right. It's good. It's pretty damn good. <laughs> I like them. Long as it's not them snakes on a plane. <laughs> hey, Leonardo. Leonardo, do your Matthew Broderick impression. Well, Kira, one day this party will be for you. <laughs> All of this boys' night will be for you. You are part of the circle. <laughs> 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 
a boy's night out. Wait, what? No, that's wrong. That was great. That's wrong. Like he's sitting right here. God, we need a punchline. <laughs> we need a punchline. What are you guys looking at me for? Come on, I don't got anything. You're doing the talking. I'm, I'm the little well, guy doing the punchline. Yeah, this kind of the punchline yeah. is my next question, which is, what is the hardest thing you've ever done? Non-sexual. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I date a cheerleader, I guess. Yeah. Yes, non-sexual. Non-sexual, okay. For this show, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go first here. Okay. Being replaced and, and by Rob Paulson. Minutes. Ooh, that's tough. by Rob Paulson in that, my first... That happens too in often. In my first animation job as a wee pup, they were redoing uh, 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 Haji... What's that? Haji and... Johnny Quest. Yeah, 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 yeah. My first job was playing Haji. And I got so excited, I called my family and all of that. I got my first job, and then Rita Venari, my beloved agent, says, Hi, honey, can you come in for a second? Ah, uh, you've been replaced. Uh, by Rob. That's always fun. Good for yeah, you, that's, Rob. That's always fun. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Oh, God. Well, I'm glad to see you've worked past it. That's awesome. What about you, Bill? <laughs> Bill. Uh, hardest thing I've ever done. Probably five years when I started off, I did stand-up. Any night of stand-up is yeah. is incredibly tough, and Absolutely. I uh, that was greatest training I ever had, though. Because what do you, you think can... was your best joke? Maybe it didn't kill, but what do you think was your best joke? Oh uh, gosh, I used to do. Well, I used to do impressions a lot, you know. And of course, oh, all my uh, impressions now they're all dead people. So you know, it's, uh, it was like in the old days, I'd, I'd probably do. I watch you. I ain't seen glory in my golden. And of course, Johnny Carson. Exciting, exciting show. Mm. And those were a lot of fun, especially if the mic didn't work, then I was sunk. Right. What do you think, James? Uh, you know, I had this session years ago for a, it was just a, a VO, no music, just straight VO, 60 seconds for an educational thing. And it was a phone patch. And it was from my home studio. And these two guys got on, and I knew I was in trouble. Okay. Um, do it if you, see if you can um, read it like at score educational centers. And I go, okay, at score educational centers? And they go, yeah, yeah. And then there's a the other guy in the background going, no, 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 do it, do it. Like, and they, uh, 78 A, B, and C takes. Oh, oh, 78 do the math on that one. C. So 78 wow. times three, I'm, I'm a voiceover, I don't know the math, but that's a lot. Yeah, that Fred, you hard. like math. Uh, yeah, math is one of the hardest things to do, but it's one of the most gratifying things. I, I think 78 is my record, too. I had one that was like, until now. Until now. Until now. Until now. And there was like, take 70 of that. And then that. they went back to hardest take thing, two. You know? what's that? Yeah, the hardest, yeah, right. The hardest thing I, uh, happens every now and then, a lot of you guys might know when you do like... Uh, big monster sounds and they want it just louder they they keep you going as loud as you can and they need it louder that's that's always a tough one i had one where i passed out i think we talked about this where i passed out going like they asked me to go and in theory that sounds good but full voice is And all, I heard, and all I heard, it was like a bad LSD movie. All I heard was... Oh, my God. That's the hardest thing. Thank you.
Yeah, yeah. Buzz Weekly 200th episode celebration. Jim Cummings is going crazy. Well, the show is out of control. It's not a party until Jim Cummings takes off his clothes. Uh, guys, we have to say thank you again to Demoset Rock and Edge Studio for making this night happen. Absolutely. We are so grateful. They're so amazing. Check out everything that they do online. They're incredible, and you don't have to be in New York to experience the incredible things they do. So thanks, Absolutely. you guys. Um, so now we have a little treat for you. We have a dear friend who's come all the way from Boston, Mass, pre-Blizzard, thank yeah. goodness. He is the owner of... Talent booking. Celebrity talent booking. Sorry, thank you. Hey, you Hi. I'm pretty. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I haven't looked at one card tonight. I know. Our editors are here. I'm keeping it in, Jeff. I'm keeping this in. Okay. Okay, we're gonna do it again. It's going well. You guys are doing They're great. Celebrities. Pick up your jacket, young man. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. The minute she walked in the room. <laughs> Someone that you may not know, he is the owner of Celebrity Talent Booking. He's come all the way from Boston. Celebrity Talent Booking is the top booking agency for voice actors who do conventions all around the world. Absolutely. It's amazing. And he's also created a really cool concept called Twisted Tunes. You can watch it on YouTube. It has millions of views. You're going to check it out. Not right now. Later. Justin Innie. Justin Innie. Thank you very much. <laughs> and we're going to welcome back to the stage... The very twisted Jess Harnell. Jim Cummings. James Arnold Taylor. And Maurice LaMarche. Take it away, boys. Take it away, boys. All right, folks, we're going to read Back to the Future. <laughs> but, but with a twist, Jeff? Yes, with a slight twist. As the narrator of the story, Peter Falk is going to come in. Maurice LaMarche is going to do that. As Marty McFly, uh, Jim, how about Winnie the Pooh? All right, as uh, Sam, the dad, uh, Jim, you're also going to be Sean Connery. He might talk to himself, be prepared. All right, next up, we have James Arnold Taylor. I'm, very, I'm so honored to be on here with him. We're going to have him do Stella as David Spade. <laughs> We are going to have uh, Jess. You are going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger as Lorraine. Oh, that's <laughs> uh, you're also going to be Milton, but you're going to sing your lines as Michael McDonald. Oh, that's <laughs> nice! <laughs> that sounds really stupid. And there's, o there's only one scene on this, but Je uh, we got you up here. Star Wars is so big, we've got to have Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> as the doctor. It's one line, it's a commercial as a doctor. All right. Those were all the parts. Now this is where it gets twisted. You guys are on. Interior, darkened room, night. Marty's lying in bed, lit by sensuous ambient light from a doorway. Delicate female hands place a cold compress on the bruise on his forehead. Marty groans and stirs. Mom, is that you? Everything's going to be all right, little man. It sounds like his mother. <laughs> he opens his eyes. All he can see is a silhouette. Oh, my God, what a horrible nightmare. I dreamt 
I went way back in time. He starts to sit up. Take it easy. You've been asleep and resting for almost nine hours, little sleepyhead. <laughs> yes, but, oh, it was terrible. It was a terrible place to be. The music was awful. They didn't have rock. The cars were ugly. There was no goddamn honey anywhere. And everything was so weird looking. Well, you're safe and sound back where you belong in good old 1955. 1955? She turns on the bedroom lamp. It's the same girl George was spying on, and Marty recognizes her just as we do. Oh, my God. You're, you're my, my, my... My name is Lorraine. Lorraine Baines. Marty, Marty stares at her for a long moment. Bother. But you're so thin. What are you saying? I'm not thin. I work out constantly. Oh, wait a minute. That's not here. I made that up. Um, no, listen. Just relax, Calvin. You've got quite the bruise on your head. Okay. Now, take this the wrong way, please. But where are my pants? Over on the chair. I took them off of you. I've never seen this red underwear before, Calvin. Marty covers himself up. Calvin? Why are you calling me Calvin Christopher? Well, isn't that your name? Calvin Klein. It's written on your little panties. Or maybe, or maybe people call you Cal or, or Vinny or Kleinschmidt. No, well, actually, they call me Marty or Pooh for short. Well, I'm pleased to meet you, Marty Pooh. She comes over and sits on the bed right next to him. She is very interested in him. Do you mind if I sit on you? <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. That's a no, by the way. Marty moves as far away as he can without falling off the bed. He holds the blanket tight around his waist. She looks at him fascinated. It's quite the bruise there. She gently strokes his bruised forehead and then runs a hand through his hair. Marty moves even further and falls off the bed. Hey, uh, Lorraine, are you up there? We hear footsteps running up the stairs. It's my mother, quick, put your pants on! She throws him his pants and we cut to the dining room. Night, Marty takes a seat at the dinner table next to Lorraine as Mrs. Stella Baines, 40 and pregnant, makes the introductions to the kids. Yeah, that's Milton, that's Sally, that's little Toby over there, and bye-bye, there's Jesus. Okay, great. <laughs> oh, and next to you there in the playpen is little Joey. Marty turns and looks with amazement at 11-month-old Joey rattling the bars of his playpen. So you're my Uncle Joey. Well... Get used to those bars, kid. Yeah, he likes the bars. Uh, Joey loves being in his pen. He actually cries when we take him out. So we leave him there all the time. And I put on a little Joe Dirt. It's fun. You have some meatloaf, Marty? It looks like the same meatloaf he had for dinner in 1985. In fact, the whole dinner's the same. <laughs> You're so good. I can barely read this fucking thing. 
Sam, this is the line I say in the bedroom. Would you quit fiddling with that thing and come here and eat? <laughs> Milton, don't eat so fast. Lorraine, you're not eating enough. Have some mashed potatoes. Yeah, oh, thanks, good. Mama. You know I never eat the carbs. And now, gruff Sam Baines, 45, rolls in a brand new television on a plywood dolly of his own construction. Well, 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 look at this. It rolls. Now we can watch Jackie Gleason while we eat. <laughs> oh, boy, I love Jackie Gleason. On TV, a surgeon steps out of an operating room and lights up a cigarette and turns to do a testimonial. After facing the tension of doing three long operations in a row, I like to relax by lighting up a light... Uh, uh, Sir Randolph. I, I know it's a fine tobacco, Anakin would agree. A taste that soothes my nerves and improves my circulation when fighting the dark side. It's freaking amazing, huh? <laughs> Jesus. Look at that picture! Crystal clear! Why would anybody want to go to the movies when you can see this in your own home? Free! This is our first television set. Daddy picked it up today. Tell me, Kleinschmidt, do you have a television? Um, yes. Two of them right next to the honeypot. You must be a very rich man. Yeah, that's great. Thanks so much, Jess. I gotta follow that. <laughs> oh, he's teasing you. Nobody has two television sets. Bye bye The Honeymooners has resumed. The classic Man from Space episode. Oh, bother. I've seen this one. But it is a good one. This is where Ralph dresses up as the Man from Space. Oh, no, wait, that's Eeyore. What do you mean you've seen it? The show's brand new. I saw it on a rerun and thank God for them. What's a rerun? Don't worry, you'll see. Oh wait, this is me too. Quiet, you little wee bastard. I want to hear this. Marty, I'd like to give your mother a call. Let her know you're all right. Um, well, uh, no. You can't. Mm. What's that? No, no, why not? Well, uh, she's out of town. Oh, yes, with my dad. You know, Tigger. Could you tell me where Riverside Drive is? Riverside? Sure, it's on the east end of town. A block past Maple. A block past Maple, but that's Kennedy Drive. Pardon me, you little... That's John F. Kennedy Drive. Who in the bleeding world is John F. Kennedy? <laughs> Never mind. Mother, tell me, with Marty's parents out of town, don't you think he should spend the night here? I'd hate for anything to happen to his bruise or his head. She gives him a flirtatious smile. Now, Marty, Lorraine is right. You must spend the night. You're our responsibility. I'm a little creeped up on myself here. Oh, my goodness. But, but, 
I don't know. And he can sleep in my room. Oh, brother. Under the table, Lorraine puts a hand on Marty's leg. Marty immediately jumps to his feet. Uh, actually, I've really got to be going. After all, all I have along is a red shirt. So, uh, thank you for everything, and I shall see you all later. No, really, frickin' much later. Lorraine sighs romantically. I'm going to marry that bear. And see. Thank you, folks. Thank you, Jeff. And Twisted Tunes, check it out on YouTube. Thank you very much. Jeff Harnell, Jim Cummings, James Arnold Taylor, Maurice LaMarche, and again, Jeff Zanini of Celebrity Talent Booking. You gotta watch it on YouTube, it's amazing. Thank you guys so much. We hope you guys have enjoyed watching the VO Buzz Weekly 200th Celebration live, and we're gonna see you next time. That's a wrap. Thanks for and Edge Studio. Thank you to the amazing crew at the El Portal Theater. It's, they're in, exceptional from the management to the crew. And we're the people you see, but our VO Buzz Weekly team is to die for. Absolutely. Mason Bendewell, my best friend who called this show tonight, our glam squad, Denise Chamberlain, Larry Hudson, and can we give it up for Scott Parkin, please? <laughs> This is like the <laughs> best four-year journey with Absolutely. this man. He's, you know he is just a walking heart with great hair, and I love him. <laughs> <laughs> and we love each and every one of you, and you know every single tweet you make, every post you make, every single comment you make, request, it, we take it to heart, we go with it, we run with it. You help us raise that bar every single time. So thank you, thank Absolutely. you, thank you. We're going to keep on getting buzzed, because why? You always have time for, for a little, little buzz.
just listen to VO Buzz Weekly, watch the show in stunning HD video at VOBuzzWeekly.com on their YouTube channel or on the app. VO Buzz Weekly is sponsored by Chuck Duran's Demos That Rock. Rock. The voiceover demo producer to the stars is now available to you. Visit DemosThatRock.com and take your voiceover career to the next level. See you next time. And remember, you always have time for a little buzz.